0: Welcome to the Circle City Cinema with your beloved host and the one and only Zach Griffith, a part of the Running Hook Podcast Network. Welcome into
1: Circle City Cinema. I'm your host Zach Griffith and I'm joined by Alex Burr. Alex, how are you?
0: I'm doing great, Zach. You know, just really excited to kick your ass in this Marvel draft today. That's that's hey. that's what I'm here for. Hey, I
1: have a strategy that I'm confident in that I'm sure will not falter. But we're going to save that for the end of the show. End of the show.
0: I mean, it's surely your strategy is better than throw shit. My strategy of throw shit against the wall and see if it sticks. But you know, <laughs> we'll have to wait to see how that plays out.
1: <laughs> see what happens. But uh, first, some unfortunate news to get to. More delays, Alex. More delays. Uh, Black Widow rumored to be delayed again. Right now, it's due for May May eighth, I believe, um, but I wouldn't bet on that. No Time to Die, the last Daniel Craig James Bond movie, delayed to October eighth, twenty twenty one, and Paramount is refusing offers. From Netflix and Apple TV for Top Gun Maverick, they're dead set on releasing it in the theater. Alex, I have a question for you. We've seen this in some cases with Wonder Woman 84, with Onward. At what point do you consider streaming if you're Disney or Universal here?
0: I mean, so okay. So Paramount refusing to put Top Gun not in a theater makes absolute sense to me. Because let's face it, Is there anything, like, people our parents' age love more than Top Gun? Like, is there anything that's going to drive them out to the theater more than seeing, you know, Goose and Maverick again? I've never seen the movie, but, you know, I've heard those names so many times.
1: It's an essential movie of that generation. Exactly. This this is, all those people are going to go see this movie.
0: And, like, the other factor is there, this is, like, the movie is just going to be a lot better to experience in a movie theater right than rather like even if you have like a top quality sound bar in your uh, home or something it's still gonna sound a lot better in a movie theater and look a lot better um for the other movies though i think that for black widow they could try to capitalize on it for if you're disney right because they tried to do that with mulan last year right it was mulan last year that they tried to do that with um they they let people they released it
1: on Disney Plus and uh, the thing about Mulan was it just was not a good movie. Black Widow I think will be a good movie. So I think Black Widow would fare better on Disney Plus definitely but I see what Marvel's doing because Black Widow if it was a normal year it would make a billion dollars. I mean, you and I can agree on that. It it, it would it would. It's a Marvel property. It's their first, actually, it's their second female-led movie in the MCU, so it it would cost a billion dollars. No time to die, I get, because we've seen that James Bond's capable of making over a billion. I think Spectre made 800 million, which is nothing to, you know, be ashamed about. So I don't, of course, as a fan, I want Black Widow. And no time to die to be on the streaming services. Of course, I do, but I, I can't. I can't blame the studios.
0: Real quick, this is just a tangent. Um, I see a lot of people, you know, promoting Idris Elba, wanting him to be the next next James Bond. Why would you let a man that endorsed the beliefs of Stringer Bell play James <laughs> Bond? It's a terrible idea. This man believed everything that Stringer Bell believed in, and just go watch the wire. That's, that's all I have to say about Idris Elba. Just watch the wire. And tell me if you believe anything that this guy did was a good idea. That's all that's all I'm gonna say. Idris Elba and Stringer Bell are snakes. That's all that's all I gotta say. Hey
1: look. Idris Elba was Heimdall. How many times were the gates of Asgard breached? That's all I'm saying.
0: Yeah, it's almost like Stringer <laughs> Bell was doing it. <laughs> exactly. I, are exactly. we sure Stringer's middle name wasn't Heimdall? <laughs> Look, I I wouldn't I had have, some, he had some bad moments, all right? He had I, wouldn't, I wouldn't put it past David Simon for what it's worth, but... No, no. <laughs> but uh,
1: speaking of which, I'm watching Game of Thrones for the first time right now, and Richard Madden is in the mix for James Bond. I'm all in.
0: I, I haven't seen him in anything other than Game of Thrones, but the Game of Thrones performance, he was so charismatic like he honestly would be a perfect bond and i'm hating on Idris elba but he's you know those two guys fit the mold because they're big they're tall they're british Like it's it's really what you need for bond and even though again i wholeheartedly refuse the idea of james bond being stringer bell um i think both actors would probably be very well suited to play james bond
1: the only reason i think idris elba won't get james bond is because he's a little too old I think him and Daniel Craig are about the same age. And this is Daniel Craig's last Bond movie. And Richard Madden, he's not up and coming. I think he's here. I think he's, you know, made his claim. So uh, I, th- I think I think it'll be Richard Madden. Tom Hardy's in the mix too. I think that'd be interesting, but I think he's a little too brutish. <laughs> you know, I think that people just see him and see Bane and they they won't believe it. <laughs>
0: I mean so okay, so Idris is forty eight. Hardy is forty three. I'm looking at Richard Madden right now. Richard Madden, you know, he would probably be the first big actor outside of Game of Thrones other than like maybe Amelia Clark. Like the first Sophie one. Sophie Turner. So okay, Sophie Turner's fair. But just cause she was in a comic book movie though. Yeah, that's yeah. Richard and Madden the was, Jonas brother. Right. Like <laughs> like she is a great actress, but you know, A lot of the Game of Thrones actors, unfortunately, haven't had the same opportunities. I can happen to The Wire too, frankly, where a lot of those people that a lot of those great actors just haven't had a great opportunity because those all were killer performances in the show. But it's like, and you got to think if you can act in a TV show, (laughs) there's no reason you can't act in a like a movie. But you would think. What do I I know? (laughs)
1: Same thing with The Sopranos to some degree. Mm Hmm. But. We'll see what happens. Uh, if I had to bet, I would think both those movies would wait it out for the theaters because, like I said, they're cash cows. So We'll see. We'll see what happens. But uh, some Star Wars news. Reportedly, Alex, there's a new Knights of the Old Republic game in development. Knights of the Old Republic, a GOAT video game. Uh, some all-time Star Wars characters in that, in that game. Revan, Malak, all kinds of people. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I know some people that still play KOTOR from 2003.
0: <laughs> I wanted to get into it. I just haven't had a chance to because it, it was a little before my time, and then I was on to Star Wars Battlefront 2 by the yeah, time same. I started playing video games in earnest. Same. But, listen, Star Wars, Um, what was the name of the new Star Wars game they put out like last year? Fallen Order. That was a great game. So great game. you would get me on board I would buy the new KOTOR in an instant.
1: Oh, God, yeah. Oh, God, yeah. I mean, the, uh, both of them, KOTOR 1 and 2 were great. So we about this new one. I don't know if it's a reboot or the third one, but it'd be great too. So I, I want to see a Revan movie is really all, all, I, all I'm aiming for, but I don't know if we'll ever get it. Alas, Disney. Moving on. WandaVision episode three, the thing that brings us together, Alex.
0: I thought we were just here to banter. (laughs) You know, I I just thought we were here to
1: banter. Um, Well, we're here to banter. That'll come later in the draft. (laughs) Um, When you steal someone from me. (laughs) Hey,
0: first of all, I have to get the first pick, you know. And if you're David Stern in the 1985 draft, there's a good chance I I might not. (laughs) (laughs) But... (laughs) I'm just hitting you with a bunch of cheap shots today, but it's all funny, so it's it's all Damn good. You. Damn um, the episode was really good, you know, to get back on the uh, tracks here. It was a really entertaining episode. Like, I thought it was a really nice mix. Like, for the first, I would say, like, 20 minutes of the show, it was the usual, like, it was the hijinks that we were accustomed to in the from the first two episodes, right? Then in the last, like, four minutes, like, it kind of, like, did, you know, a Thanos snap not like a Thanos snap, but just like a snap in general, but I wanted to make it Marvel oriented. You get where I was going. I get it. um, It was like a snap and then just everything turned all serious. Like Wanda, like Elizabeth Olsen is doing such a great job of like facial acting in this series she you could tell exactly what she's feeling based on whatever scene they're in and she's really putting on a tour de force like i know you know emmys whatever whatever this probably won't get nominated for any emmys but she should be nominated for best actress because like even through three episodes she's killing it she like i would
1: agree i mean the scene when the pelican is walking through mm -hmm. the you're talking about facial expressions that's a great example of it
0: she's and she's like you know she's doing a good job pretending she's listening to you know who she then thinks is Geraldine. And the delivery scene? Mm-hmm. How about that? It's just like, it's so well done. And this episode leaves a lot more questions. Like, even than the second episode, did and the second episode, left a lot of questions.
1: Left a lot of questions. And to some degree, so does this one. But we got some of them... <coughs> we got a, some of them answered. We'll get to those later. I'm going to run through the key points of this episode, some key plot points... Wanda's accelerated pregnancy so this is just a result of her powers she at 12 hours removed from learning she's pregnant she's the equivalent of 4 months so tough that's tough if you're a mother that's tough uh, Vision saying I know what you mean when Wanda refers to the strange things that have been going on in West U and then the quick cutscene mm-hmm. that was great um, another commercial Hydra Soak. They really lay it on thick with Hydra. Really They're laying it on, on thick. thick. First Strucker. Now this, I don't know if it'll play into the show, but we'll see. Play into the actual plot. Uh, Wanda gives birth to Tommy and Billy. We'll talk about why those names are significant later. And then uh, Geraldine's quote, he was killed by Ultron, wasn't he? And uh, some giveaways there. We'll talk about those. And then the frame change, Geraldine thrown home. We see she's thrown from somewhere in the sky back down to what we think is real time. Alex, we'll start with the pregnancy. Uh, let's talk about the doctor. The doctor, he, uh, it's hard to say if he's incompetent or just in on the, in on the joke Carol. I mean, what, what do you think?
0: I mean, are you talking about just, like, the way the character was written? Because, I mean, I think the character, the doctor was just there for the jokes. Like, I think, you know, he's like the guy with the mustache, right? When, like, the guy with the mustache makes another killer appearance again when, you know, I think the wife, who is Dottie, asks, honey, do my earrings make me look fat? And then the (laughs) electricity goes out and he goes, thank God. (laughs) That guy, he is batting, you know... He is hitting better than Ted Williams did in 1941, okay? He like, has he is, a massive batting average. He is getting on base. Billy Bean is going to explode <laughs> with how much this guy is getting on base. Um, he, so I think the doctor is there to function for the jokes of it all, right? Because he's not really in any of the serious parts of the episode. You know, by the time the serious part comes around, you know, the doctor had left. Like, as soon as the doctor leaves that's when the music changes right and that to me signifies that this the doctor i don't think is in on it but i think the quote he had before he left where he's like yes small towns are so hard to escape that was the catalyst for the music change to me but other like other than that i don't think he was there for any other purpose than to for comic relief basically
1: what what do you make of him basically ignoring visions super speed
0: (laughs) (laughs) just going with the flow I think they kind of just, you know, if they wanted to make it a half-hour show, they couldn't really dwell on Vision super speed. <laughs> um, I think there might have been some time constraints there. But you have to wonder, like this guy just got from one from point A to point B in like two minutes when he probably lives like two miles away. Yeah. So you know, you you would think he would want to ask some questions, but I think they did a good job of just playing that for laughs.
1: That's a good point. I think he was part of the comic relief. Vision saying, I know what you mean. This one I have serious questions about. I don't know if Wanda made him, you know, do the rewind. I I, I don't know if it was sword. I don't know. I, I mean, he mentions uh, the hearts when they came over for dinner, how that was weird. Uh, Herb cutting through the cement wall in in the front yard. Do you think this was Wanda's doing? Do you think Wanda didn't like where he was going and said, we'll do a rewind like we did with the beekeeper?
0: Not to to put my host hat on, but do you think that there's any other conclusion that you can draw from that scene? Unless, like, there's
1: some puppet master up in S.W.O.R.D. I think you have to assume it was her. Like, you have to.
0: We've already seen Wanda when there was a non, you know a situation that she didn't like right with the beekeeper at the end of episode two we've already seen her rewind time to make the situation what she wanted to make it yeah and i just refuse to believe that they're like unless they you know physically show it to me that there is any like way that this wasn't wanda maximoff's doing that that wasn't wanda trying to you know get vision off of that train of thought because there's like I think what Swords trying to do, and we'll get into this more later, but I think they're more trying to save Wanda. And I know you you made that a question for later, but I, I don't think that they want Wanda doing this because it seems like this is a kind of a theory that I've come across, and I don't know if I 100% agree with it, but it could be that those are the actual citizens of, uh, what is it, Westfield? Westview, <laughs> that, yeah. Westview, yeah. <laughs> the citizens of Westview are, you know, maybe trapped there. That's interesting. And... That she's kind of maybe terrorizing these poor people, but you never know. Like, because I think these the people, the citizens in this episode were a lot more sentient than they were in the first. Well, I kind of like that theory. I didn't think about that. Like, it could be the case. I don't. I don't know, because now that we know that Wanda, like that Wanda's Westview, <laughs> is above, is above the real one, as we see at the end of the episode. I, there's just a lot of different ways you could go with it now. And so I think the characters are a lot more sentient. I don't even remember where we started. <laughs> we started on uh, on the Wanda changing the time. Yeah. But here's another
1: theory that might be a stretch. Doctor Strange hasn't been ruled out. And as far as I know, I know they in Endgame, they had to go back and return all the time stones. But as far as I know, he still has the time stone. Maybe he did this division. I don't know. I, I, it's a stretch. It's a stretch. It, I I mean, mean, if I was betting, I would say it was Scarlet Witch that hit the rewind button. But
0: it sounds like you just want old Benny involved. That, that's, I want him in. Like.
1: I want Doc Strange in this fucking thing. That's all I want.
0: <laughs> it's <laughs> typical Zach coming at it with, with bias. Shout out to <laughs> shout out to Caleb Blood. But um, it is typical. Fits the I, profile. It's it's a fair. It's a fair point, though, and I think that Vision probably could make a comeback. Like, he... Or not Vision. Doctor Strange couldn't be making a comeback in this in this season. I just... I don't see it myself, but I'm not going to rule it out because I'm not ruling anything out at this point.
1: No, you can't rule anything out. I just thought it was worth mentioning. It, it's definitely a stretch, but it's worth mentioning. The hydra soap commercial. Again, I don't know if these commercials are going to play into the plot. Like... We saw the Hydra watch. We saw the the bath thing here. We saw the Stark toaster. I don't know if they're just there just because or if they're actually going to play into the story. If I had to guess. Hydra's come up twice now.
0: Yeah, it's the, I, that can't be a coincidence.
1: It can't be a coincidence. So, Tony Stark's dead and there are no hey, Starks left him. unless you count Pepper and their daughter. But, I gotta believe Hydra plays into this
0: somehow. I mean, did they infiltrate Sword, too, just like they did Shield? I mean, what's going on? I mean, listen, I think you and I had this conversation last week, and I think you shot me down, and now now I think I'm winning you over to my side. There's no way. If they infiltrated Shield so easily, what makes you think they wouldn't infiltrate Sword? It's, I'm, I'm starting to think that.
1: And oddly enough, it's because of the commercial, which might just be a throwaway thing, but they've come up twice now.
0: This, okay, so based on the importance, right, the Stark one definitely feels like a throwaway. The Stark, yeah. the toaster one, right. which was also incredibly misogynistic. But again, the show was supposed to be set in like the, the 50s, <laughs> I think. But yeah, um, this toaster one, you know, I think was a throwaway. And then we get the last week. What was the one? What was the uh, second episode? The Strucker. The Strucker, Strucker Watch. The Strucker Watch. That's right. And then you see a second Hydra commercial with the um with the bubble bath thing. Right. I have a feeling like this all is gonna connect together, but like I don't think, at least in the movies, we've seen any connection between Hydra and Scarlet Witch or Vision.
1: Besides, um, we do with Wanda because Strucker experimented on them with the scepter, remember? Mm. But not with Vision. So,
0: but so okay, that makes sense then, because we might—I don't know if Strucker is coming back or not. But he's—he's dead. He's gone. I mean, Ultron killed his. Best. So, Zach, so is Vision.
1: Vision's dead. I'm standing by it. I'm standing by it.
0: I'm saying he might show up, like you know, whatever Wanda's rea- alternate reality oh, okay. is. But okay. Um. Yeah. I just I'm. I i do not believe in coincidences. You know, like uh, like Commissioner Gordon told Joseph Gordon Levitt in The Dark Knight oh, Rises, no. Oh, no. "You're not allowed to believe in coincidences anymore." <laughs> One of the only good parts of the movie. I digress.
1: <laughs> oh, you, you didn't like uh, Wurtz and Ramirez? or? I don't know.
0: <laughs> Shout out to the Dark Knight episode we did. Wurtz and Ramirez can still go to hell.
1: They can. Uh, they, uh, they're the worst. They are the worst. Uh, brings me to Wanda gives birth to Tommy and Billy. Why are these names significant? Because Thomas and William are Scarlet Witches son's names in the comics. And she ultimately had her mind wiped of any memories of them. Could we see the same thing here? It's a real possibility.
0: Well, I was doing, you know, I was doing research because, as you know, I'm not intimately familiar with the comics, but I I like to act like I know what I'm talking about. And I was reading, right? And there's a theory. Okay, here's another theory I want to throw by you. Okay. The name of the witch that wiped... Scarlet Witch's memory is Agatha. Agnes. I'm up. That's maybe what I'm getting at, because she's acting like, because the last episode, right? By the way, more Catherine Hahn, please. Just in general, yeah. she's <laughs> she's hilarious, but she's start like now. I know for a fact, like based on the end of the episode, and we'll get to the end of the episode later. But she seems like she's very much in on it. She yeah. seems like very much what she knows what's going on. And I'm thinking maybe, I don't know if it's a stretch or not, but I'm thinking it's a very real possibility. It's not a stretch.
1: I think it could be a possibility. Agnes Harkness is the witch who taught Scarlet Witch. And I don't know if we've gotten Agnes's surname yet.
0: Hmm. If, Har- if they say Harkness in the next episode, I think we can all but book it, right?
1: Yeah, we can book I- that.
0: I think that this theory has a lot of legs, especially based on, like, what we... Because, like, you know, we joked about, like, the jokes that um, Agnes was making in the first episode, right? Like, what kind of housewife am I if I don't have four-course meals sitting around the house, which is yeah. objectively a hilarious joke. <laughs> but, you know, what if she just, you know, manifested those powers like Scarlet Witch did?
1: I like it. I like it. I didn't, th- I didn't think of that.
0: Well, now that... Now that we know, right, and we this is purely speculation, obviously, because this was not a very heavy Agnes episode. No, it wasn't at all. But now we know, and we know that it's a possibility. And I think the possibility is more than likely, because just based on Scarlet Witch's lore.
1: Yeah, I mean, you have to assume it. You have to assume it. They're going back all kinds of her lore. I mean, I saw mm-hmm. on Twitter an Easter egg. Um, on their wall, Vision and Wanda's wall, they had a painting of the castle where she was experimented on by HYDRA.
0: So too many. They're, call, many, they're calling back many, to all kinds of stuff. Too many Easter eggs, Zach Griffith. Too many Easter eggs.
1: Too many to ignore. Just way too many to ignore. And then uh, perhaps the scene of the whole episode, Geraldine saying he was killed by Ultron, wasn't he? In reference to Quicksilver, uh, Wanda's brother. We see the sword necklace. We see Herb and Agnes's strange behavior. Alex, just uh, uh, what, what do you make of this scene?
0: What are your thoughts? So, okay. If I were going to nominate Olson, Elizabeth Olson, for an Emmy, it would be for this episode, right? Because the way her face drops when. Whole demeanor changes air quotes around this cuz we know who we know um Geraldine is actually Monica Rambeau. When Geraldine is like your brother was killed by Ultron, and so, wasn't he? I don't that was the exact quote, wasn't it? I believe uh, was he was killed by Ultron, wasn't he? Yep. Yeah. And just like the way that a Monica looks and the way that the way that Elizabeth Olsen looks, right? The way her face just absolutely drops in like a look of like oh shit. Like, she knows she's got to go. Yeah. And she's like... (laughs) And just the way her whole demeanor changes, it's honestly... It's gripping. Like, she does a really good job in this scene alone. Like, she's like, no. No, you got to go. yeah. Like And it's really convincing. Like, it's the way that you would say it, right? Like, if someone, you know, had really offended you or something. And obviously, Wanda's not being offended, but she's afraid of her secret being found out. And... I think it's safe to assume that the secret is the alternate reality,
1: <laughs> yeah like she's not,
0: she's living here to avoid confrontation about it. and then the outside part, we don't know anything about that yet, but Agnes and her are out there gossiping loud enough where a vision can hear it funny enough. I want to point that out. you're not doing a very good job whispering <laughs> if you catch the attention of the person like if I'm like, we could hear know, what like, they were saying. Us viewers, we could hear it. Yeah, exactly. They're not doing a very good job History whispering. I, I blame that more on Agnes than I do on Herb, you know. A guy named Herb, I feel like he, you know, he needs to learn how to whisper real low for, you know. He does. And generally speaking, if if your name is named Herb, you know, but Agnes? Now, Agnes sounds like a person who never learned how to whisper a second in her damn life. She's always the person who was whispering like, <laughs> Hey, Jenny, I like this in school. Like, really loud. <laughs> like that, That's the kind of whisperer that a person named Agnes strikes me as but yeah they weren't doing a very good job of whispering and then it was kind of similar to the situation where with the cutscene right where Agnes wouldn't let Herb say what he was trying to say right now obviously she didn't do magic but she's like Herb you can't tell him and then they just kind of go on with their day and I think that to me is like oh like something's going on here and Wanda's not going to be able to control it. Like, she it, she can't make it her perfect utopia.
1: Well, I think the Ultron thing brings Wanda back to kind of reality. And I think what was interesting was, I can't tell... Like, when Geraldine said it, she backtracked, but she backtracked slowly. It wasn't, like, immediately, like, whoa. So, I don't know... Is she under some kind of mind control from Sword, or is Wanda is just just a product of Wanda being being in Wanda's reality? I don't know. I I just don't. I don't. It's it's hard to tell
0: because she seemed hesitant. Could just be she's bad at her job. That's always a possibility. You know. Don't don't be the first to attribute to whatever on what you can blame on incompetence <laughs> or stupidity. <laughs> you know, I messed up the quote, but, you know, the the spirit of the quote is still there. She might just be bad at her job. I don't think that she is, though. She looks very young to be at her yeah. job. Yep. So I, I would think, you know, she's probably really good, just, you know, based on the appearances of it all. Um, and plus, I mean, maybe it is nepotism, though, because her mother, you know... I'm not going to throw out the nepotism on old Monica, but... So I'm not exactly <laughs> sure what her mother did. I would have to. I think I would have to know what her mother did before I throw it. Pilot.
1: Nepotism- she's a fighter pilot.
0: Okay, then you know, half nepotism. You know, her mother had a reputation, <laughs> a good reputation, and you know, I helped her daughter get a job. Hey, good for you, good for you, Monica. You know, ah. <laughs> nothing wrong. Nothing wrong with a little old fashioned nepotism. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I don't think she's bad at her job. I. I think she said it, and then she didn't know what she could say that would make it sound different <laughs> than what she had said. If that makes sense, yeah. Like, there's nothing she could have said. There's not what nothing. What are you she supposed have... to say to make it sound like Wanda misheard you? Right now, what? Now, admittedly, what she chose to say after after she said your brother was killed by Ultron, wasn't he? <laughs> after, I don't remember what what exactly she chose to say, but it was horrible.
1: Like I forget. She, I forget what she said, but it sounded nothing like what she, I am,
0: she said. I am not signing Monica Rambo up for for improv classes. I'm, I'm no. just not. No, I'm just, she can't think on her feet. She's not a very good liar, and I feel like okay, maybe she is bad at her job because if you're going to be an agent, like you know, like a secret agent like that, you probably have to be good at lying. Generally yeah. speaking. Generally speaking, yeah, it has to be second nature so she did not do a very good job there you know maybe maybe this is her rookie season right you know maybe she's going through the <laughs> the trials the trials and tribulations you know she turns the ball over too much she's shooting like 40 percent from the field but a lot you of see turnovers. the flashes a lot of turnovers you see the flashes yeah monica Rambo, okay she's raw she's raw she's Lamelo ball okay <laughs> you see the star talent but he still has a lot of work to go, you know, still throws some crazy passes, you know, tries to dunk when he maybe shouldn't dunk, but he you does know? come from a promising family, it fits. It's true. It it's fits. true. Again, also not entirely the product of nepotism, but you know. I'm <laughs> not gonna go there with fits. I'm not gonna go there with Lamelo ball, but <laughs> yes, that's now that I think about it, <laughs> but Monica to me
1: now she's clearly not oblivious because she has the no. sword necklace. She's in on it.
0: She, she has, has it. to be. Clearly, cannot be.
1: Uh, the Herb and Agnes strange behavior. Early in the episode, Herb just cutting through a cement wall, and he's <laughs> gets called out by Vision, and he and he's like, he keeps doing oh, it. I guess I guess I
0: did, <laughs> and then just keeps. Cutting. That was that was when the sitcom like part of the episode was still a thing for me. That's when the record stopped.
1: You know, that like.
0: For me, like, even though that seems like, you know, your typical sitcom hijinks, like, you know, oh, the silly neighbor, you know, trying to do something, peep at the, peep at his neighbor, see what they're doing. Oh, whoops, I accidentally, I don't even know how that got through the wall, though. That, <laughs> like, that wall a, does not. Some heavy duty tools from Herb. Not a lot of structural integrity. No. On that wall, you know, That's, that sounds like a phrase that um, someone who's well versed in using tools would say. Structural integrity. That's the question
1: what Visions uh, Craftsmanship
0: oh i mean absolutely are you
1: kidding me <laughs> i like didn't even put
0: the swing set together in the credits no do you think like do you think that that guy knows how to put together like how to build a wall no i wouldn't tr- I, w- I just you know based on what i've seen I,
1: I don't trust vision i'm sorry he pays somebody to mow his lawn that's he, he pays somebody
0: I mean, he's a neighbor kid you do you remember of the avengers <laughs> you can afford to do it hey kid Here's here's some stuff from Tony Stack. Hey, go bu- go buy yourself some go buy yourself a nice toy or something. I don't know why I made Vision a gangster.
1: But... Italian Vision. Visino.
0: Hey. Visino.
1: And then uh, one other thing, it's not on here, but if these people were real people. And not in on the act, or not part of Wanda's imagination. Wouldn't they question what kind of name Vision is? <laughs> that's, not a, that's not
0: a normal name. Vision? So I feel like people have to explain, like he, Vision was explaining Wanda a lot in the first couple episodes. And it should have been the other way around. Yeah. There are American people named Wanda. Right. I've never met a motherfucker in my life named Vision. <laughs> And you know what? I feel 100% confident saying that I never will. No, I never will either. Never.
1: Unless there's some diehard obsessed fan of the show that's going to name their
0: kid their firstborn, Vision. And that person should be sent to prison immediately. <laughs> they should.
1: Life, with, life without
0: bail. Life without bail, and they should be sent to whatever reality this is. They, they should. So, okay. If someone names their kid child vision, they should go like, you know right in front of where the jail cell is, just bury the key right there like right in front of it. <laughs> you name your kid what? <laughs> I say throwing away the key.
1: What if they name their kid Thanos? That might be worse.
0: Um no comment. I'm not gonna say what you should do if you name your child <laughs> Thanos. <laughs>
1: <laughs> all right all right <laughs> i would even take loki i would even take loki or loki over the, Loki, though
0: i could i can understand but you know i'm sure you would probably offend some like norse parent who's like yo this dude is terrible why are you naming your child after him
1: someone from norway who has like takes offense
0: like it, it's reasonable it's reasonable you know like why the hell are you naming this guy is the god of tricks and you're naming him after you know a guy you saw in a fucking movie get out of here yeah come on now Gabagool. ghoul <laughs> <laughs> I'm making everyone Italian
1: today. (laughs) (laughs) So we got the sword necklace. We got the strange behavior that you talked about. But the line that was never finished, Herb's line, she came here, talking about Geraldine here, she came here because we're all never finished. What was he going to say? I had some guesses. First guess was because we're all dead. Because Vision is dead. He is he is dead.
0: I mean, yes. The is. next
1: one, because we're all in on it.
0: Those are two very good guesses. And you have any other ones? Because I'm curious to see. Because I don't I couldn't come up with anything.
1: I had one earlier in the show that I forgot about, but I really thought he was gonna say dead.
0: I mean Or trapped. The, we're all trapped. Those are the three logical ones. Yeah. Right there. Because what else could he have said? And if he said we were all dead, it makes sense why. Agnes is like we can't we can't tell him. Right. Goddamn Agnes, but I think not, that not enough
1: screen time. Not
0: enough. not enough screen time, but still, I like Catherine Hana. I don't think I'm a fan of the character, but that's just me. I think Catherine Hana is killing it, but she is like that like the fake smile when she's like I gotta go put up whatever she said like she does the fake smile so well Ralph looks better in the dark anyway <laughs>
1: <laughs> just throwing Ralph
0: shots
1: Ralph's dead with all these drive-bys he's gone
0: um six and three episodes Ralph's character was murdered well
1: before we met Agnes trust <laughs> me <laughs> he's in the freezer in the garage he's,
0: he's gone he's a. Uh, He's the guy in Goodfellas that they find hanging in the meat truck. <laughs>
1: Carbone. Frankie Carbone.
0: Frankie Carbone. <laughs> what are you doing making the coffee? I didn't want you to make any coffee. Hey, great hair,
1: Frankie Carbone. Too bad he had to die. Too bad,
0: Too bad it was a wig, but you know.
1: <laughs> and then Agnes, you mentioned, saying Geraldine doesn't have a home in the neighborhood.
0: What the hell? I mean, first, where is she sleeping? Is she, like, sleeping on, like, a a bench or something? Like, does it never rain? Or is she just
1: coming to and from from the real world? Ah. Huh?
0: Ah, Eh? I like it. Huh? It's... You know what? I didn't think of it that way.
1: Huh? No house. No place to sleep. No husband. Which, uh, Agnes says.
0: I don't know. I mean... And let's be real, in Agnes's perfect world, she wouldn't have a husband. <laughs> well, Ralph's dead. Ralph is Frankie Carbone. But we, found, <laughs> we found it out. Just wait till he meets... Just wait till he meets... Uh, what's, I, can't I watched Goodfellas like two months ago. Robert De Niro.
1: <laughs> Jimmy Conway.
0: <laughs> Jimmy Conway.
1: But then this leads us into the final scene, the frame change where the, it widens to widescreen. <laughs> And Geraldine is thrown out of whatever reality Wanda's created. And the thing Wanda says makes me think she knows what she's doing. Mm -hmm. She had to rush home. So she knows where Geraldine's home is. She knows where her actual home is.
0: Down below on Earth. What do you make of this? This is where I want to see what happens next week because yes this is the biggest question right like what is going on with the real Westview, and what is going on with you know wanda's version of it because let's be real again we keep saying this vision is fucking dead
1: he's gone
0: like without a doubt you know body bag gone without a trace you know like absolutely i mean maybe there was a trace but you know you get what i'm trying to say he is absolutely fucking dead and Wanda is just, you know, trying to create the alternate reality. Her utopia. And, but the problem is, like, there really is no such thing as a utopia. And Sword, I think this is where... So Sword is very clearly has a presence outside of Westview. Because yes. you saw how quickly they came after Monica fell out of the sky.
1: It's like they were waiting. Mm-hmm. So. It's... Uh... There was another view where, because originally I thought the Wanda's Westview was suspended above the real one. And then I watched it a second time today, and it looks like there's like an electric gate around it. So I, I can't tell. I can't tell. I mean,
0: she, she fell from the sky, though. She fell from the sky. She fell like thirty feet.
1: Yeah, she she definitely has broken bones, but we'll, you know,
0: <laughs> she's her bones aren't going to be broken because it's a cinematic universe and we don't have time for all that. <laughs> but her bones, you know, to keep throwing out references to other pop culture, it's going to be like a what's her face in Inglorious Bastards, where she has to wear she has to act like she got injured in a in a hiking accident. Yeah,
1: <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Uh, Some questions that got answered this episode, alternate reality. I think we can say without a doubt. I mean, is there any doubt?
0: No. It's some kind of alternate reality. Now, what the specifics of it are, we aren't sure yet. But the fact that there is an alternate reality that's happening because of Wanda, I think that's pretty much set and done.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's a theory that's been going on. Even before it premiered. So I think it just got confirmed in episode three here. And then uh, Geraldine is in on it. We knew somebody had to be in on it, especially based on um, the dinner where the Hards came over. Something was going on there. So Stop Geraldine it. is definitely in on it. <laughs> Stop it. Stop it. Get up. Quit it. Quit joking.
0: Quit dying over there. Come on now. (laughs) Have some manners.
1: And an unanswered question, which didn't even come close to getting answered. Who's the voice on the radio and who's the beekeeper?
0: After hearing it a couple more times, I think I'm ready to say it was Agent Woo. Yes. From Ant-Man and the Wasp. Yes. Because it sounds exactly like him. And there's just really no one else it could be. Like who else could it be but the beekeeper no clue no clue there's not a what well, the logo on his back isn't sword right like i you didn't notice that or anything
1: i think it was i think it was but his face i, I couldn't get a look at his face didn't know who it was
0: they've done a really good job of not revealing all the cast like because before right the crutch in it like infinity war and endgame was you could look at the people's contracts right and right. be like okay Evans and Downey's are up after the next movie, and <laughs> Bozeman and Holland. The crutch,
1: the crutch was announcing Spider-Man Three and Black Panther Two before Endgame ever came out.
0: That's, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> but people, like even then, people knew that um what Chris Evans and Robert Downey's contracts were. Yeah. So they knew that the next movie was going to be their last one, and they're not doing that this time. I think that's really smart.
1: Very smart, very smart. And that's why I'm keeping the Doctor Strange theory alive because Benedict Cumberbatch is not listed on any cast list.
0: I'm keeping it alive. <laughs> you are going to will Doctor Strange on this show like Dylan Hughes willed Karis Levert to the Pacers. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be incredible.
1: <laughs> I will. I'll will it till the day I die.
0: And what if it doesn't happen? Are you going to be heartbroken if it no, doesn't
1: No, I won't be heartbroken because... Scarlet Witch is going to be in Multiverse of Madness, but I would like to see it. I would like to see it, that's all. New questions. Uh, we mentioned why the Doctor is unfazed by the super speed. Think it was just because of comedic purposes. Will the twins exist in the real world? This is a callback to the House of M and the books. I don't think so.
0: I mean, the what happens in the comic books is is that they're absorbed into a demon. Yes. And that's where Agatha comes in, because then she makes, instead of doing, you know, like some actual like therapy, you know, talking through Wanda's problems, she just makes, she makes her forget her problems, you know? that Makes the memories a, go away. That's a, you know, just generally speaking for mental health purposes, not, not a great strategy. No, it's not. Just forgetting things, you know? You gotta, you gotta process them emotionally. <laughs> and, you know, Agatha slash perhaps Agnes is not going to give poor Scarlet Witch an opportunity to, You know, to just emotionally process her emotions. You know, it's it's fucked up. No,
1: Uh, it's it's a shame because she's already lost her brother and she's lost vision.
0: It seems like
1: I don't think the twins are gonna last.
0: It seems to me like they're following this comic arc pretty, pretty on the nose and infusing their MCU elements. So if I had to guess, (laughs) this is the way that Wandavision is gonna go. Yeah.
1: And I love that they followed it. They named the kids Thomas and William immediately. My head was like,
0: "Yes, yes, they're doing it. <laughs> Tommy and Billy
1: Tommy and Billy, baby uh, and then the last question is sword experimenting on Wanda or trying to help her?
0: This is the question of the day because you could' it's already been experimented prob- on but maybe they want to see like what her powers can do but i would lean towards saving her yeah because like it could be a threat you know to like earth or something i i don't know what the what the consequences are because it hasn't been explained yet i'm assuming it will be either in the next episode or the one after that but they need to explain the ramifications of wanda doing this right (laughs) Or if they're making to do this, they need to explain the ramifications of that. So what do you think? I'm, I'm curious what you think.
1: I really think she has created this alternate reality and they're just trying to get it to cease. And they're doing anything they can to get through to her. Like mentioning her brother, mentioning Ultron. They got through to her. Didn't work out. Didn't work out so well for Geraldine but they got through to her.
0: And Geraldine's going to be walking around like the guy in SpongeBob with the paper bones. <laughs> exactly. Oh, I mean, we can start, we can start calling her Monica now, right? Like
1: Yeah, we can we can call her that now. I, I, mean, that, I mean, I don't think Wanda's going to let Geraldine back in the house.
0: So Put <laughs> on a fake mustache. My name is Monica. <laughs> Billy Valentine style fake mustache. <laughs> exactly.
1: So, and I, she's already been experimented on, so I think she would know if she was or not. Um, I, I really think they're just trying to help her and end this because they know she's suffering and they're just trying to get her out. That's what I think. Could be wrong, but I think, I think that's what it is. I have some breaking news to share.
0: What's the breaking news?
1: The Detroit Lions are parting ways with Matthew Stafford. Are they cutting? Says Detroit will begin exploring options to move veteran QB after you express desire for a fresh start.
0: Colts, baby. Colts, baby.
1: Colts. (laughs) Let's go. Yes. Yes. Wow.
0: I love it. I love it. Wow. Um, this is not the place for the breaking news, I have to say, because, you know, we are talking WandaVision. It's and this not, co-
1: but it's cold, so I had to miss
0: this, this will be coming out on Monday, so the news will be moot by then. <laughs> 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 um, You know, it's I'd, I'd still say it's relevant. I'd still say it's relevant, so. <laughs> and now,
1: Alex, Uh, in some ways, the big part of this episode our Marvel Cinematic Universe character draft. Do you want to run through the ground rules for the listeners?
0: Yeah, I'll go ahead and do that. So we're going eight rounds because I wanted to do – one of us wanted to do five. One of us wanted to do, do, do ten. We, we settled in the middle, eight rounds. We are not doing Thanos or Captain Marvel because those two are the by far the two strongest people, and it's really like anyone who has Thanos is just going to win straight out. We're, yeah. we're, kinda, we're facing we each other.
1: We don't like, want to go through like, does he have the stones? Does he not? I don't yeah. Know how to deal with that.
0: And then Captain Marvel is just like if we were doing DC version of this, we wouldn't have any we wouldn't have Superman on the table. You saw
1: what she did in Endgame.
0: Like she she straight up wrecked Thanos. <laughs> she took
1: out the ship. She took out the the battleship, that's all.
0: Exactly. Yeah, anyone who can fly through a ship and destroy the, destroy it that <laughs> way is immediately <laughs> ineligible for this draft. We got so the whole means...
1: Atari fleet in it, two seconds.
0: <laughs> now um, Wait, does that make Giant Man um, ineligible since he punched a Shatari and it fell from the sky? <laughs> <laughs> we'll get. We'll see if he gets drafted I'm about that. To... Uh, we'll see. But so all heroes and villains except for those two are on the table. Um. So you know. If you want to draft from Thor the Dark World, you know, by all means, you know, Iron Man 3, you know, Ben Kingsley's Mandarin, you you know,
1: draft Malacus, do it, Alex, do it.
0: Um, And you have to assume everyone is alive or at the peak of their powers. So, you know, great example of this would be, you know, let's just do Iron Man. Iron Man in Infinity War is probably at the peak of his powers. He just like destroys Thanos. He does such a good job of stopping him. Like, he's so well prepared. Nobody saw it coming when we were in the movie theater. It's like, okay, Iron Man versus Thanos, he's going to get wrecked. And then, boom, he held his own. You know? He did. There's another more glaring example, but I'm going to wait for that one. Um, Only the movies. No, Jessica Jones. No, uh, sorry, Luke Cage. No, I, Luke Cage. I
1: wanted Luke Cage. I wanted him, but I, I had. To. It had
0: to be. It had to be even playing ground for me because I have not seen any of the shows. So. Yeah. <laughs> and then we are going to flip a coin yes. for who gets the first pick because we're going to be going one two one two one two. It does not make much sense to do a snake draft with only two people at the draft.
1: <laughs> I'm going to flip the coin. I'm going to share my screen here.
0: Can you see it? Yes, I can. All right.
1: All right. Heads or tails, Alex, for the first time.
0: I'm going to go ahead and call tails. Hey!
1: <laughs> yes! And it's it! Ca-
0: I can't even call the commissioner's office. God damn it. <laughs> the ghost that David Stern lives on.
1: Yes, and you're going to put out a poll after this to see who the yes. listeners think whose team would win.
0: I will list I'll, I'll listen back I'll list our rosters put them on the put them on the poll you know it takes nice you to listen to find out why we picked our people
1: <laughs> I'm making a list here so I can I can unveil the teams at the end
0: so that's a great idea so okay. first pick
1: I am selecting
0: Scarlet Witch wow that is yes. not where I thought you were going Here's, Okay, cool
1: I'll give a brief ex- explanation I think we should do this for every pick Speak of her powers, <laughs> she made Thanos come to his knees. She made him rain fire, Alex. And then not even a month of having her own powers, she was able to mind control every single Avenger, even the Hulk. <laughs> Take it, Scarlet Witch. She can warp reality. She can bring the Mad Titan to his knees. Take it, Scarlet Witch, number one.
0: All right, I'm going to gamble with my first pick then, because you went that way. So now I can, kind of, I can kind of be strange with it. I'm going hella with my first pick from Thor oh, Ragnarok. Oh, oh, wow. I'm in it to win it, Zach Griffith. Holy shit. She, the only way you could stop her was by literally destroying Asgard. That was the only way you could stop her. I'm pretty sure she would have killed that. She's the goddess of death, for God's sake.
1: That's fair. That's fair. Well, you know, her when you asked if she was on the table, I didn't expect you to pick her number one.
0: I mean, I I knew. I'm trying to see if I can't get some value later on in the draft. Wow. You know, go with the go with the higher floor first, see if I can't get higher upside later in the draft.
1: Wow. Well, uh, I don't know what to say.
0: On, I was going to take her in round five,
1: <laughs> if that tells you anything. I wow. went for it. I'm shocked. <laughs> <laughs> Well, my second pick, I'm taking Thor. Taking Thor, we we has proven he doesn't need Mjolnir to wield the thunder. I'm peak of his powers. I'm going Ragnarok. Ragnarok slash Infinity War.
0: If it, I would say Infinity War, but that's uh, yeah, that's that's around the range. So,
1: taking Thor, especially when he landed on landed on uh Wakanda.
0: Wakanda, that's one of the best scenes in the whole Marvels. One of the best. Um, you know, for my next pick, I'll take who I thought you were taking number one. I'm going Captain America. Uh, and of course, this is an endgame. Yep. Because he actually wielded Mjolnir. He did. And he, you know, he was able to shoot lightning from it. This guy's <laughs> a, a fucking human. Yes. And, you know, the hammer and the shield, I, I think I got a hell of a one-two punch. He kicked ass with it. He kicked he, ass with it. He's the guy like, in all seriousness, of all, like, the regular Avengers, right, between Thor and Thor got the closest, but Captain America for a human right. <laughs> held his own wit. like, he an stopped an enhanced human, but a human, yeah. He stopped Thanos' fist in Infinity War. Yeah, he did. He was able to hold his fist off. Thanos was impressed. Like, Thanos saw the will on him, right, like, and that's, that's what I'm getting with Captain America on my team, you know, like, we always talk about intangibles, right? You know, you can't really improve I'm getting a leader, You're getting a I'm getting, leader. I'm getting a leader. I'm getting hustle, you know, basketball analogies, right? He would dive on the floor for loose balls. He would, you know, he would do all the, he would set the picks at the right times, right? You know, he would get guys open. He'd move, he'd cut. Do all the little things, right? And that's what you need on a superhero team. You can't just have, you know, the goddess of death. You need some off-ball movement too.
1: <laughs> I like where you're going. I like where you're going. I was going to pick Captain America in round four.
0: I'm curious to see where you go with this next. I'm torn.
1: Because I thought one of these guys would be off the table. I'm torn. <laughs> this is where you wish it was a snake draft. Get it back to back.
0: <laughs> Hella being off the board first really threw you for a loop. I'm I will take man.
1: Stephen Strange.
0: <laughs> You're really going for the... Okay, I I like the way you're going with this, but explain why you're taking Strange.
1: Taking Doctor Strange because I'm getting sheer intelligence on multiple levels. I am getting a man who can hang with Thanos for a good amount of time. And getting Master of the Mystic Arts. Mastered the Mystic Arts so quickly. It was the quickest the Angel One had ever seen. He will be the Angel One someday. He's the Sorcerer Supreme. He wields the Time Stone at the peak of his powers. Doctor Strange, I don't see any
0: limits to his powers. That's a great pick. I think with number four, I'm going with Vision. He
1: he was my second uh, option. here.
0: I was thinking that's who you were picking, and now I'm going against you to try to counter your choices. But... (laughs) I think Vision is, you know... Good thing Thanos
1: is not on the table. Good
0: thing. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, hey, we both have somebody with a stone, though.
1: So, if... Here's a question, hypothetical, before you explain why you picked him, because I think it's pretty simple why you picked him. At the peak of his powers. I mean, come on. If Thanos could rip the Mind Stone out of his head, could the Hulk? I mean... I don't think so. Thanos, like, Hulk the- wore the glove. Hulk wore the glove, though.
0: I mean, that's fair, but also Hulk got his ass kicked by Thanos he in, like, did. five seconds, so. He did. He even. Loki tried the we have a Hulk, and it never, nothing blew up in his face more spectacularly than that. Nothing. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> so Vision is off the board. I will take the Hulk with my fourth pick, just because of the peak of his powers. He was taking down the whole Shatari army in New York City. He was the MVP of the Avengers that day. He was doing the same thing against Ultron in Age of Ultron, taking Hulk. I don't have much explanation for it. He, at the peak of his powers, he might have been the
0: strongest Avenger. So I, I can't imagine why. I, I just can't fathom why you take, why you would take the Hulk in a, in a draft of the strongest superheroes. I just, I can't imagine why. <laughs> Uh, listen, I can't take, I can't take hold zone. here's why I already have a real, I, no, I have a massive chemistry problem on my team already. I need high character people surrounding the rest of my team. And that's why for my next pick, I am going with Groot. Okay. Oh. Guardians of the Galaxy Groot. Yes. OG Groot. Peak. That's the peak. That's the peak right there. Because Groot could do like practically everything. He could stick his arms through people and just impale them. They don't stand a chance. How many people did Groot kill in Guardians of the Galaxy 1? It was at least 15. killed like 10 in one scene alone. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Groot is efficient, and he's very kind. So, you know, again, I have massive chemistry issues by drafting the Goddess of Death first. But I think I have a good supporting cast.
1: You have a clear alpha in terms of power. You have a leader. You have a secret weapon, kind of, in Vision. And you have the brute shrinked. So halfway through to review, Alex has Hela, Captain America, Vision, and Groot. I have Scarlet Witch, Thor, Doctor Strange, and the Hulk.
0: I mean, the fact that you had Hela as your fifth pick, though, means it was probably a good idea I took her in the top half of the draft. I
1: would have taken her here if she was available. If you'd have taken the Hulk, I would have taken her. Groot, I was taking around six. (laughs) And that would have been the same group you took.
0: If if I didn't have glaring chemistry needs, he would not have been my fourth pick. But I need I need someone who can you know. I need a leader. Poor <laughs> leadership.
1: This. This might this pick might shock you. It's out of left field.
0: Ego. That's who I was gonna pick next. God damn it! Ego, the living planet. He's a fucking planet. God damn it, Zach! At the
1: peak of his powers. He was conquering worlds all over the galaxy, all over the
0: universe. This is the one. Okay, this is the one where I was saying we might not. This one might, might not be allowed. But if you're ah, taking him, then I'm assuming, counts. That's fair. Okay, because I guess he did die. Mickey, he he was peace. the
1: villain of Guardians too. He counts.
0: Oh, ego. Man. So we each from you. We each have a god at this point, basically.
1: I have two gods. Vision's a god. I mean, come on. You have two gods too. Wait, I drafted Vision, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I have I have, I have Ego Thor and you have Vision and Hela. Those are pretty much gods.
0: So okay. So I need some air support for my next pick. I mean, it's a it's a shocker he fell this far. Iron Man. Yeah. Like I mean, I couldn't snatch him up. He's this is weapons expert. He literally, he made money, you know. Pre, he made money on the war on terror on both sides. It looks like, you know,
1: switch teams halfway through.
0: Um, you know, hey, anytime you can sell weapons to terrorists, you gotta, you know, you gotta do it. Yeah, if you know. got,
1: if they're offering a nice paycheck, you yeah.
0: Don't don't take us out of context, government. Please, we're we're not trying to get arrested. <laughs> um. It's <laughs> so, okay. Iron Man, I, I feel like it's self-explanatory. He is probably not the smartest, because you know, like Shuri exists, um Thank Banner you. exists, but you're not getting Banner, you're getting the Hulk. Exactly. So I have one of the smartest people, I feel like, on the um on the teams. So I feel like, I'm feeling pretty good about my pick. Who do you got next? <laughs>
1: hmm. This is interesting, because I have a round three guy. Still on the table here, taking an Ultron, Ultron with my six pick now, there could be some chemistry issues here with Scarlet Witch. Might have to get through that? you know, patch things up, but at the peak of his powers, Ultron literally was everywhere. He said it to Tony Stark. he said, "I'm already there, wherever you're going, I'm already there. He controls. The internet really, and he's a fierce hand to hand combatant he brought he took a city and launched it into the ground, taking Ultron my six pick.
0: all right well I'm so okay, I already said I have chemistry issues. this might cause more chemistry issues, but it'll make one of the leaders of my team very happy. I'm going with James Buchanan Barnes hey <laughs> that's right, Bucky. Nice. Now, yes, there will be incredibly strained tensions because um, <laughs> Iron Man at this point knows who killed his parents. <laughs> but if I'm getting Winter Soldier, only your gods are surviving. Yes, he, Bucky Barnes, is damn near invincible. The only way that Captain America beat him in Winter Soldier was that he appeal to him emotionally which like you know is great for movies but terrible for like on the on the field of battle you know now that Cap is on his side and the one you know talking to him in russian giving him the mind control stuff yeah baby yeah
1: i like it i would have taken bucky in round 8 but i like it
0: again my very strong potential for uh, chemistry issues
1: now <laughs> I am taking Star Lord. I'm taking Star Lord because at the peak of his powers, he's able to hold an Infinity Stone. Son of Ego, the heir to Ego, if he wanted it, if he wanted it. I'm taking Star Lord.
0: You will have incredible chemistry issues, though. I guess, I guess at this point in Star Lord's life, he doesn't know that Ego implanted a, no, no, a tumor. No, no.
1: Guardians one, Star Lord. He doesn't know about ego. It's fine.
0: It's all fine. All right. Well, I'm taking one of the most underrated characters with my next pick. In terms of like ability, right? Because he doesn't have a superpower, but he has a superpowered weapon. And of course, I am referring to Yandu the Ravager. Oh, I, I get the him on
1: my board.
0: Nice. I get because he is going to just like think about it, right? Because these people are going to bring armies. We're not. We're not naive here, right? You will have no one left in your army after Yandu's done with you. Yeah, there's absolutely no one. I am making like a team of horrible, horrible people that only has Groot and Captain America redeemable on it, but hey, you know, trust the process <laughs> as my man Samiki like to say.
1: <laughs> All right. Well, I need a leader. I don't have a leader yet.
0: You have a lot of chemistry issues.
1: <laughs> I will take the Black Panther. <laughs> a natural leader. A king. High character guy. The suit is unbeatable. Unless you're Killmonger, you can beat it, maybe. High character guy, as you said. Could hang with Cap and Winter Soldier. Great motivating factors. And a king. A natural leader. Black Panther. It's a Easy pick.
0: Very, I, I can't blame you there. You know, it felt like he should have been drafted because, like, he's a perfect low round guy, right? Like, you know, very high floor. You know, you know what, you what getting. you're getting. You know, what you get? know, know exactly what you're getting, and he's gonna, you know, give you results. My last pick is tough. Um, you've taken a lot of the people I've wanted off my board.
1: Go ahead and say he was on your board. It doesn't matter now.
0: Well, I will. I will after my last pick. Okay. Okay. You know what? I'm going with Drax for my last pick. Is he a fucking idiot? (laughs) Yes. Does he have chemistry with, you know? Does he know Groot? Yes. I feel like Groot and Drax are the two most deadly of the Guardians of the Galaxy. Now, yes, you have an advantage because you have a guy that can hold an Infinity Stone. I value efficiency over Infinity Stones. You know, trust the process, as they say. But Drax in the comics could kill Thanos. Now, is this Drax as effective? No. But Drax in the comics was a very dangerous person. So, you know, he's still very good with his hands. I need someone who's good at the hand to hand combat, right? You know, and I feel like you don't have a lot of guys that are good at that, just frankly speaking. So, you know. Oh <laughs> We'll have to go I'll have to go over the teams again, but I like Drax's odds, is what I'm saying. So I'll give off the rest of my board. Good motivator I, too. I had Spider Man on there. I wanted I wanted to fit him in. He was high on my board, but it's just like at some point I couldn't justify really having him in there. Um, Killmonger I had on there. Vulture, Valkyrie, um, Rocket. You know you can't have Groot without Rocket, although I do. Um, Ronan the Accuser. Yes. The Wasp. And then la- very last on my list is Black Widow. <laughs> I knew I wasn't going to get to her, but you know I figured she earned the spot out of respect. Well,
1: spoiler alert: Hawkeye is on neither of our lists. <laughs>
0: That's an absolute shocker Didn't who, sniff the list Who could have seen this coming <laughs> did
1: sniff the draft board uh, Ones I left on the table Loki I left Loki up Rocket like you Hank Pym Because at the peak Young Hank Pym Had the intelligence and the
0: skills I see I, I liked Wasp better though I liked um. I liked Hope's That's her name That's her name in the movies right Hope Yep I liked Hope's wasp better than you know Hank because Hope was a badass. She was like that's that's why I had her over Hank, but that's that's probably a better choice. I mean, both of those are better choices than Scott objectively. Yeah,
1: <laughs> sorry Scott. I know you saved the day in Endgame, but come on. And then Spider Man was also on my list. Um, a little too inexperienced so far, but maybe later on.
0: You want to talk about chemistry problems? Hank Pym would cause all sorts of chemistry problems. Yeah, he would. Yeah, he would. <laughs> He's the one that should be named Ego, not the god.
1: <laughs> Let us recap the teams. Alex, you have Hella, Captain America, Vision, Groot, Iron Man, Bucky, Yondu, and Drax. How you feel?
0: I feel honestly great about my team. Like, I was, I, you know, I told you my... My strategy was just to throw some shit against the wall and see if it stuck, and I thought it stuck.
1: (laughs) (laughs) We'll let the voters decide, all right? Here's my team, Scarlet Witch, Thor, Doctor Strange, Hulk, Ego, Ultron, Star-Lord, Black Panther.
0: Now, yes, do you maybe have an advantage because you have more all-powerful beings? Yes. My team has heart, and also the goddess of death.
1: Really? Really, Alex? Really? Heart? Heart, you're gonna go with heart. Here, (laughs) (laughs) I have chemistry. Doctor Strange and Thor have met. They met in Thor Ragnarok. Hulk and Thor have been together for years. My only worry is the chemistry between Scarlet Witch and Ultron. That should be—it's a major concern. But Black Panther, he can heal all wounds.
0: Yeah, I really drafted some really major character concerns, but you know, I have Captain America. That that makes up for all the chemistry concerns that I have. You know, drafting Bucky could have been problematic for like seven different characters. Yep, he can I, make it work. Cap can make. Oh, it. by the way, I wanted to put Falcon on my list, but I just I couldn't do it. I love Sam. Yeah, Sam is one of my favorite characters, but just it wasn't gonna work. No, <laughs> he's not strong enough.
1: I couldn't I couldn't fit him in either. I didn't have him on my list.
0: Zemo, no Zemo love. Zemo's not that kind of villain. He's not. He's a psychological villain. The mental villain. That's why Killmonger and Vulture were the two best, like, for this category that weren't, you know, Ultron or Hella. No, Mysterio. Mysterio's up there too, just not, you know, he relies too much on tricks. And you know, if he's not going up against a teenage boy, he might be able to. He may not. I. Do you think that Mysterio's tricks would get past Stephen Strange? No, um,
1: hell no. He'd be taken care of in five minutes.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. So <Sorry. laughs> that, that knocks him off of the board instantaneously. No, Shuri she doesn't do enough like it like yes if i'm just talking about building a marvel society sure he's like going to be the president dictator whatever she yeah. i want her ruling everything and i want her you know head scientist head you know again dictator <laughs> that's fine like i want her in charge i don't yeah. want her i don't want her on a battlefield i no. Like, you need you need her brains She's very heroic, you know, using her technology to, you know, be on the battlefield and fight, you know. But I don't want, I'm not wasting, like, she is getting stuck. Like, I'm putting her in the, um, I'm putting her in a basement and saying, you're not leaving this basement because you, (laughs) we can't afford to have you die. We need you. She's the president of my country. You know, she nursed nursed Bucky back to health, you know, the hell again, Hell is a major chemistry concern. You have ego on your team. Yeah. You talking about you talking about you don't have chemistry concerns. You have a guy named Ego on your team. <laughs> Look, I'm going with Peak. Peak Ego was like MJ of the 90s. Again, full of himself. You know, it's fine. You just you can't act like you don't have chemistry issues, Zach. Look, they're gonna be like, taken care of. When push comes to shove, we'll come
1: together as a team and we'll kick some ass. <laughs>
0: we'll We'll let the voters decide. We'll let the voters decide. but I, I like my chances here.
1: not to mention Ultron. he's not just one person, Alex.
0: I uh, listen, I have Groot. he could go through the ground and just cut off the internet connection. Then what Ultron's what's Ultron gonna do? <laughs> we'll let
1: the voters decide. all right. We'll let the voters decide. I'm confident. I'm confident in my team i
0: this I'm confident in my team too, you know again, a lot of heart, and all of it's coming from Captain America, but you know, a lot of heart. <laughs>
1: this concludes our episode next week Caleb Lynn will be joining us for WandaVision episode four so that'll be nice Alex plug away
0: so yeah make sure you check out all their running hook stuff it's it's incredible um we actually so for the Alex and Dylan basketball power hour you know JD Hall very big Spurs fan we talked about the Spurs last week we said hey JD come on talk about your Spurs and talk about how LaMarcus Aldridge is washed I did not say that particularly. I said it a lot nicer <laughs> on the podcast. But Marcus Aldridge is washed. If you want my my unfiltered opinions, when there's not a Spurs fan around, he is he is washed or mean washed washed Jason. Mean of you. <laughs> and then, but really JD was the delight on that episode. JD and Dylan brought it with the analysis. I played more of a point guard on that one, but I still I still gave my takes. You know, you know I'm not I'm not a stranger to you. Know, I'm a stranger to not giving takes. I should say, but. Yeah, go check out that um, Lin Sanity. You'll be back on Lin Sanity for the next week. I'm pretty yeah, sure. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. And preview reviewing the AFC and NFC championship games and previewing the Super Bowl. That's going to be a fun one. Um, triple Option Pass. They just came out with a fun episode about it was the coaching carousel, and Devin Voss explained why he does not like the college football playoff system. <laughs> he would go back to the BCS. Zach. Wow. I saw that
1: sound by it. I haven't I haven't got a chance to listen to it, but going back to BCS, damn.
0: I mean, and I listen, I'm just gonna say I agreed with hundred percent of what Devin said because it's very formulaic. They just try to get the same four teams in there for ratings every time. It's boring. it's 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 obvious. It's boring. Um what else am I missing? Cinema. What I think I plugged everything I need to plug. What do you what, Oh Battleground. There was an episode of Battleground last year. Yes, yes, yes. I think battleground works as a works well as every two weeks format. Um, so, I'll try to make sure you guys get together first week of February. Um, Fleet battleground. I think that, I think that's just the format that works best for the show. <laughs> um, we're also JD is gonna um, try to respond to his friend Alec, and I'm gonna moderate that. And we're gonna call. I'm gonna call that the call out corner. Yes. And we're gonna. I think for it's our been call in the works. Our call out recipient will we'll come on and just debate there but I think that'll be a good time except when Ryan Gregory comes on <laughs> that, that'll that be a full episode um, Cinema, you guys said you got Caleb coming on next week um, when are you starting the favorite movie series? Yes, that'll
1: be next week too Caleb coming on to talk Coming to America much to my
0: shock that it's Caleb's favorite movie I mean it's a great movie to have as your favorite movie but okay, real quick we're not on with Caleb Of the three, like, 80s Eddie Murphy movies, between... Or I guess four, if you want to include Trading Places in there. Between 48 Hours, Trading Places, Beverly Hills Cop, and Coming to America. One through four, off the top of your head. Probably put Cop,
1: Coming to America, Trading Places, 48 Hours.
0: 48 Hours is a movie that does not... (laughs) <laughs> we were talking about Traffic thunder before the show you want to talk about a movie that doesn't hold up
1: it doesn't land nowadays does it
0: <laughs> i don't think you know casual blatant racism you know is i don't i don't think people like watching that it doesn't you know? it doesn't work it doesn't work it never unless, has <laughs> unless of course you are racist you know that i mean bad for you because you shouldn't be racist but you know <laughs> Forty-eight hours has not um, aged particularly well, but yeah, that'll. I'm looking forward to that, and you know, I'll be on in the future for the favorite movie series. You know, sounds like Bryce will will be on. Yeah, Bryce will be on, and it'll be it'll be a grand old time because you know we'll talk about Goodwill Hunting, and I'll talk about Elliot Smith's music for you know an hour and a half. It'll be it'll be a great time.
1: I can't wait for it. I can't wait for it, and I can't wait to see how badly I beat you in this poll of the MCU draft.
0: Let's let's be real. We're gonna have a lot of you know people just probably voting for you because they'll see oh Ultron oh you know whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Don't underestimate. I'll stick
1: the-, the rules with it too. Stick the ground rules with it.
0: Don't underestimate the heart of a champion. Nah, Shout out to New Rockney.
1: I will, because I have Scarlet Witch. I have Thor. I have Doctor Strange, and I have Hulk. I'd like to see the heart of a champion
0: beat any of those four. Captain, Amer- <laughs> Captain America has a fucking hammer with lightning on it, okay? Add that to his heart. He oh, does he like, need I'm, the hammer. He has lightning uh, by himself. Okay, but like imagine, right? Like just imagine Ben Simmons with a 40% three-pointer. Like that that's Captain America with Mjolnir. Okay, okay? you you okay. understand? Like, I understand. I see what
1: you're getting at. I see what you're
0: getting at. <laughs> Let's end this. Let's cut it off.
1: All right, check out all those properties on The Running Hook. And as always, thanks for listening.